what's good so over the past few weeks i have been speaking to a lot of people trying to figure out different points as to why they're successful um, i've spoken to a bunch of people i've read a lot of articles i've watched a lot of videos um, i've actually i've been doing a lot of listening to audio uh, audio books on to and from work just trying to figure out why well what the thinking is behind people who have reached success already right um, i've got a bunch of things written down in front of me i'm just gonna go through six um, i'll probably elaborate more on my soundcloud podcast uh, at a later stage um, but I'll just go through these these ones for now. So the first one that I've seen, um, a couple of people that I've spoken to that are successful, the one thing that I'd see in their eyes is every single time they spoke about a hardship, they spoke about it, um, whether it was one to come or whether it's one that they've already passed, they spoke about it with like a glow in their eyes. They were happy to embrace that hardship. It wasn't a problem for them. They were happy. They were like, this is the new challenge it's not a new problem it's a new challenge and they were happy to go for it um they embraced you know they embraced that pain if it was uh, there's um one of the people who goes to gym each and every single day he embraced that challenge of having to wake up every single morning it made him happy he's like damn i did I, I i'd conquer something each day you know and he knew exactly what he was working towards and i think that was one of the reasons as to why he was able to embrace his challenges with a smile on his face. I wish I had that. I've got days where I'm like, I do not want to do this. But then I kind of have to like drag myself into it in any case. I didn't see an element of that in their eyes. Cool. So the second point, um, which kind of uh, leads on from the first is habit building. Habit building, um, there's a saying that says, um, habit often beats the mind, right? Um, so if you, you know, you misplace your keys, right? Um, you'll ask everybody, where are your keys, where are your keys? But then when you eventually find them, you're like, oh, you know, I, pl- I placed them here and I wasn't even thinking. That there's your habit. That's your habit beating the mind. Your mind, you think you know where you place the keys, but your habit kind of just placed them where they, they were, uh, where, where they were meant to be in any case. So there's that and you can relate it to the sporting world. You've got people that will go and practice free throws for hours and hours and hours and you think well they're getting it right why are they not stopping they need to continue because they need it to be a massive habit of theirs where if they're even in their even in their mid-sleep if someone woke them up and they're like come let's, let's go and shoot free throws they will still get it right but it's because the body is so trained it's so well trained that it gives the mind an opportunity to rest if you look at someone who's about to take a penalty kick they're not they're trying to clear their mind they don't want to be thinking about things they don't want to be thinking about the flight of the ball how much wind there is that day who's looking at them what the fans are shouting at them their mind needs to be clear therefore they need their habits to take over completely and this is what i've seen with some of these people with some of these successful people their habits just completely take over and the act becomes so second it becomes so second nature to them it's so automatic that it's easy for them to do third point is prioritizing this one is easy um i mean most of us prioritize what our health and uh, we prioritize family uh, some of us will prioritize friendships right after that those next few priorities is kind of like what can't you live without and what do you do regardless of whether you've got money you've got time you still find the time you still find an opportunity to do some people prioritize sleep after work they prioritize that little one to two hour nap that they get after work and a lot of people do it a lot of people do that thing but again if you have your dream or you have your goal that you want to achieve with your career 
nice and high up on that list as well then it gives you an opportunity well it it shows i mean already you feel like crap i cannot be taking a two-hour nap let me cut it down to one hour or let me not take a nap today i'll nap tomorrow um to achieve that goal that you want to achieve and it's easy i mean you write out your priorities and you have to be so honest with yourself because this is not a thing it's not you trying to impress me or anyone around you this is you and you when you get home no one's on your back to say go make another song no one's on your back to say go and advertise your music no one's on your back to say on the way home i'm going to pass by that cd printing place so that i can figure out how this stuff is done um it's all on you and it's all got to do with your, your habits and then your priorities right Fourth point um, is to go, I've seen people go where uh, other people don't want to go. So case in point would be, let's see, you know, um, in the music world, music licensing. It's a thing that I've been speaking about now for I don't know how many years. Getting your music placed, synced onto TV. A lot of people that I speak to, they'll be like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then they just, they won't do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then you look at how then how they run their hustle and you can see that they've just literally taken their plan from someone who's really well known and they're just replicating the blueprint. They're just trying to replicate the, the blueprint. I'm like, okay, cool. Why would you run a race with 100 people when you can run it with 10? You know, not to say that you, you, you are bad and you need less competition around you, but why not? You know, <laughs> why not only have to beat 10 people? Right? You might be fast already, which makes it even better because it looks like you've completely broken all the records because you just have less people that you're competing with. Why not compete in a smaller world like the music licensing world and earn some sure money? Also, sometimes more money is found in places where people aren't going. So you've got all these people trying to chase this hit number one track and they're, they're earning money. They're earning you know tens of thousands, whereas you get the correct type of sync to an advert or you know an ad campaign all of a sudden you're earning hundreds of thousands of rands or whatever currency it is so it's just knowing where to to do your hunting know where to do your hunting you don't want to hunt where everybody is hunting as well it just makes things a little bit more difficult for you that's it's my opinion some people enjoy that but i've just you know if i can uh, minimize a little bit of the friction why not cool next one is rejection this is one where i was like okay cool this needs to become part of what i do i need to start adopting this as well um there's this guy he was talking about how he was in door-to-door sales and he was horrible he was bad at door-to-door sales but he forced himself to keep going from door to door to door to door the people around him that were also doing door-to-door sales were like you know what i'm just gonna go back to the office i can't handle this anymore but this person said that they're just gonna continue Surely there's one person who's going to say yes. Door to door to door. They kept getting rejected. And they were like, I'm sure the person that is going to buy my product is behind one of these doors. Kept on going, kept on getting rejected. And then something funny happened to this person. They they explained that at some point, they stopped taking the rejection personally. They stopped being like, oh my gosh, this person said no to me. What am I going to do? That just fell away because now they were just looking for that win. And they just carried on going, carried on going, carried on going. And that is kind of where we need to get to, especially in a, in such a subjective industry. You need to get to a point where you grow this thick skin and you don't take it personally when people say certain things to you, when they reject you, when they, you know, when they give you a hard time. You just continue moving. 
this was super, super important for me to realize. When I picked it up, I was like, wait, hold on. I've had moments where I do it too, but you know, I kind of need to be conscious of the fact and get to the point where I'm no longer taking it personally. I'm just trying to grow. Right, and here is the sixth and last point. I think I've gone through six points. Um, the the book, The Art of War, um, by Sun Tzu. The, I probably butchered the dude's name or the girl's name. I don't know who it is that actually wrote the book. But um, The Art of War, uh, there's this quote, and it like it holds so true because it's happened to a lot of people, and... Like it's a good explain. It's a good explanation for a lot of things that happen, and the quote is um, uh, the supreme. The supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Um, the way that I took that was, um, if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna have a situation, try to win it without having to do too much of the actual fighting. If that makes sense, so. As an example, um, if you know someone at the radio station, right? If you've taken the time out to make the connection um, at the radio station, you have someone who's there, who's able to help you out with everything that you need. When you actually have to fight the fight, which is submitting your music to radio, you've essentially won before you even fight the fight because you have someone on the inside already. And this is the easiest way to win at anything. If you have a um, a friend who's at a job and you also want to get a job there, it's a lot easier for you than it would be for someone else who doesn't know them because your friend is going to just, is going to put in a good word for you. You might then get hired just purely because you have that connection. Things might happen for you um, a lot. Uh, I'm thinking of a beat battle now. Uh, maybe you have your beats and whatever it is. Your preparation before the time means that when you actually go into the battle, you go into the fight, you already, you essentially have already won because you put in the time and the energy before the actual fight happens or the battle happens. Right? So that's what I took from that quote. There's so many ways that you can take it, but that's just one of the first ways that I took it. And I was like, this is amazing because all that means is that if you prepare enough, you can win any fight that you get into or any sort of battle or any challenge that you get into. And that's super important to remember. So that was just a couple of points that I've picked up. There's a whole lot more. Um, I'll probably, I'll either do another voice note or I will put it up on my SoundCloud podcast uh, at a later stage. But yeah, if there's any other things that you've picked up, be sure to let me know. If you have any questions and hit me up. Peace.